Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fantastic Minute. I'm Tyler Boudreau, cineast. And I'm Condra Boudreau, amateur fangirl. And we're here today to talk about Minute 7 of Wes Anderson's Fantastic Mr. Fox. Minute 7 starts with Mr. Fox tearing into some French toast, and it ends with a glimpse of Kylie the Opossum. And we're here for the second time trying to record this episode. Unfortunately, we just recorded this whole episode, and then it disappeared on my computer, never to be recovered. Huzzah! We get to talk about it again. Hopefully we can stay as good as we were the first time. Yep, we were pretty tight the last time. Not a lot happens at this minute. We're kind of in transition, and we don't... We meet a new character, but he's not much, so... We'll We'll kind of see where we get. Yeah, let's start out with Ash. The delightful character who takes up the majority of this minute being an angsty teen. Yeah, so after Mr. Fox eats his French toast in exactly three seconds time, he's about to leave. Mrs. Fox says, well, you know, foxes live underground for a reason. And he says, "Uh, yes and no. But very under his breath. Like, he really doesn't want her yeah, to Yeah, he doesn't that. believe her. Yeah. And Mrs. Fox, the, the whole shot there is very, very interesting. Um, she's Her face is not visible, uh, yeah. but her mouth is. And she's kind of framing the side of the frame, for better or worse. Uh, for better or worse terms. And she just, while she's not center the way Mr. Fox is, she obviously is like... She's commanding. Taking, yeah, she's taking control. Yeah. Um, and so she's she's has a lot to say in that one line kind of thing. Yeah. There's subtext. <gasps> Gasp! Subtext? No, she's right, and Mr. Fox is too standoffish to realize yeah. this. So, getting back to Ash, just before Mr. Fox can walk out the door, Ash walks in from the hallway, brushing his teeth, which I think is awesome because I'm glad that the foxes have good dental hygiene. Of course, and then also they... It breaks back to the very anthropomorphic version of the foxes that was kind of broken when he... When Mr. Fox just, like, ate his french toast like an animal and left half yes. of it all of all over the table poor mrs fox has to clean up after this mess yeah well, how much actually got into his mouth like, uh, most of it's on the he table. clearly doesn't care uh, whatever no so then mr fox asks uh why are you dressed like that why the cape with the pants tucked into your socks and it's such a good look yeah it is a it is a pretty intense look definitely not something i would have worn to middle school um i did wear a cape to middle school once or twice so not gonna lie there <laughs> um oh Condra. i am ash in so many regards in that i still am angsty but no ash clearly does not care his fur his whole like appearance screams angsty teen. He's yeah. got the patchy fur with like the brown eyebrows that aren't really eyebrows, but they're just patches yeah, of fur. And it characterizes him very well, despite the fact that like we don't know how like foxes are supposed to look in this weird made up world. But you can tell like just through his face and his his posture, even though posture isn't like perfect analog of human posture, we can just tell that he's angry. Yeah. And it's great. It has also his ear twitch. Yes. Which is the equivalent of the mad cowboy eye twitch in yes. the great westerns. Tyler's trying to tr- do it at me, and it's just he's messing with his face instead. And he's pulling that Calvin and Hobbes, like, if you hold your face that way, it'll stay that way. Yeah. Thank God this is a non-visual medium. Well. Creeping jokes from the last time. All right. Unfortunately, <laughs> I still have to look at them. So there's that. <laughs> hey, I can make fun of your face too, but I don't. 
Rude. Alright, so Ashka's has has a great ear twitch, which is something that is very distinctly Fox. Yeah. And it's cool because we get this close-up of Ash's face and his ear twitches, which is something that you like wouldn't really see in a human close-up because obviously ear twitches don't really indicate anything for us. Usually they're more of a jokey kind of thing, like I'm thinking the little rascals when his ears wiggle. Yes. It's more of a funny thing, not yes. an angry not- thing. <laughs> when I get angry, my ears wiggle. Well, the term, the word wiggle is very silly. Yes. But, so we have Ash, who's great, and then it transitions to Mr. Mr. Fox Fox holding the newspaper up, showing the beech tree. The newspaper does not say anything fun. It just talks, it just says, like, great beech trees for sale or something along those lines. So he's got a picture of the beech tree on the newspaper, and then he lowers the newspaper, and there's the beech tree in real life. Yeah. IRL, as the kids say. Whoa too hip for me. But it's really, it's a beautiful drawing of the beech tree. It's just so detailed. And it's so, what's funny about claymation is that you can just have a a picture of something and then just have an exact representation of it. Yeah. Like, it makes no difference. It's great. I love, that. that, I think that's one of the things that this movie does so successfully, because it does it over and over again, that it has these awesome transitions of something in a more uh, 2D representation, then it goes to the 3D. And it's was in the very beginning where we had the cover of the book book, and then it faded into or not faded it just kind of cut to Mr. Fox standing against the tree just like you did on the cover exactly so it's a thing that Wes Anderson's doing yes and we Um, like it yes um, and then in front of the... In case you didn't know, we liked this movie. I mean, <laughs> awkward. Standing next to the beach tree is, is Stan Weasel. Whose name we know because there's a little realtor sign in front of the tree yes. saying it's Stan Weasel. And fun fact, Stan Weasel's voice actor is none other than Wes Anderson himself. Wow. It's almost as if he's the director, for those of you that didn't know. Yeah, I, don't, I only say it at the beginning of every episode. Well, uh, so, interestingly, this is Wes Anderson's only named role in a feature film. He's got four acting credits on the IMDb. One of them's a short film where he plays himself. One of them's the Royal Tenenbaums where he's, I think, an extra tennis player or something. I haven't seen the Royal Tenenbaums, so I I don't remember. And he's also additional voices in the movie Sing from 2016, the animated Illumination film. Well, this is pretty cool, then, that if this is his only named character, he clearly liked this character enough to put himself into or maybe he didn't find the right voice and he yeah. was like my voice will work or maybe they didn't realize that they needed him to do a voice yet and then he was just kind of the the guy there or he wanted to do a small role i don't remember if weasel has any moments in the future i'm yes. assuming at some point he yes does. he does yes in the okay end. in the end no nope. it doesn't even matter. no 10 seconds tyler no no linkedin no link part <laughs> linkedin <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Lincoln Park. I'm not on LinkedIn either. I'm not either, so it's fun. And I really should be. It's fun. Um, <laughs> it's fun. But Stan Weasel is yelling while on the phone, which just, like, epitomizes his character because he is he's such a busy... He's just too busy. He's a busy body. He's got TBD. Too busy disorder. Yay, Ellen. <laughs> That's an Ellen stand-up reference for those of you who missed it. <laughs> so, and then we cut into Inside the Tree where Stan is... Is showing showing Mr. Fox around. We got the stone hearth in the background. The skipping stone hearth. Beautiful hearth. Because Weasel is kind of 
rattling off the Perks. positive traits of the tree. It's indigenous. It's in its original growth. It's got a skipping stone hearth, original dirt floor, and good bark. I don't know why he said good bark because they were on the inside of the tree. I mean, that would be important for the outside, the way you want to know, like, if it's a new roof or yeah, something. Yeah, like sidings and stuff. Yeah. Some magic bark's probably, like, good insulation and stuff. Yeah. I mean, he lives in the ground normally, so it's one of those things that he would need an insulated home because foxes hibernate a bit. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Do they like just kind of like hide in their basement? Is there a basement? Yes, there is. Yes, the there basement is. beneath like goes to the dirt of the ground. We'll get into that later. Yeah, it's fine. Um, but all these attributes really kind of help develop where he is, and it gives a little more sense of the setting, which is kind of interesting. And the kind of details they highlighted were okay. So do you think a skipping stone hearth are those like good stones or is that just like something that make it sound like it's no. better than it is well skipping stones something like if you do skip stones they're smooth they're rounded which means they've been on the shore so they've interacted with water and my guess is from where they are in the middle of farming country these are not indigenous the way the tree is they are imported so they're small and pretty to look at but i don't imagine they make a particularly good hearth as much as like I mean, big stones would stones are in general a good insulator they retain heat pretty well i feel well. like then it's like mostly cement and then some st skipping stones i don't know those stones are pretty big and you also have to imagine they're a lot smaller than humans and i just think it's a realtor tactic to like oh skipping stones yeah you know like you skip them no i think it i think it, me it has some indication of of like this is not from around here and it's very nice and very like it's refined oh refined yes very refined um, and then we hear some clanging from the other room and we come to kylie who we don't hear no but we just get a glimpse of kylie the opossum great character in this film we whom we are yet to meet Yes, we see his face. And I just realized we forgot something very important from when Mr. Fox left his household. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yes. Indeed. His, his trademark noise. Oh, uh, yes, when he leaves, he whistles and goes, and then waves. Does a three-finger wave that he will do repeatedly throughout the film. But yes. this is our first That's wave, his so. trademark. It is his trademark. Forgive us, this is our second recording, so it's hard to remember what we have and haven't done already. But, but also, before he leaves, he calls Ash hand motion different. different. Which is another recurring thing, usually used to refer to Ash yeah. throughout the movie. Yeah, which is an interesting thing, because it's something so noticeable, and, like, when you're parenting a teen, or when you're dealing with children of a particular age, where they're maybe not comfortable in their own skins, you don't want to necessarily point that out unless it's in a positive way. Like you're, but I think that's part of what's beautiful about it is because in this instance, I would I don't want to say it's negative, but it's not entirely positive. But as the movie goes on, it does it becomes yeah, it becomes positive because Ash is so unique and so special in his traits yes that he kind of grows into himself yes very very true but no those two little those two hand gestures and phrases in that such such a short span are kind of two overwhelming very, yeah yeah it's two very important things that you kind of miss one and yeah. because you get the other so quickly. Yeah, and it's it's weird because we get them right in a row, and if they would have just been alone in this minute, they, we might have had like a lot of time to like really stretch into it. But ah, we'll just 
mention them briefly, and we'll, we'll they'll come back. We'll get back to them. We, we hear them a lot again. So we've got one cuss, one trademark, one different. Great. I'm only counting cusses, so... Okay, count those cusses. I will. There were no cusses in the newspaper. I looked. Oh, here's my other question. Did Mr. Fox go to work when he left his house, or did he go straight to the tree? I think he went straight to the tree. Which is weird, because he was, like, acting like he went to work because he, like, put on a tie. I guess you put on a tie when you, like, go to a realtor, I guess. Yeah, yeah, you want to look nice. You want to seem respectable. And, like, you have the money that you don't have. Yeah. And, I mean, it is a clip-on tie, so there's that. Um, Whatever. But... What I was, what was I gonna say? I don't know what you were gonna say. Um, I'm not in your brain. Well, or am I? Dun dun dun. Um, <laughs> the no, the when you go to a realtor, you're trying to show off in a bit and like yeah. put your best foot forward. So it makes sense that he would dress nicely. But I don't think he went to work mostly because he has a study at home and like yeah. he's a lifestyle columnist. columnist. <laughs> you need to go to work for that. And like how much it, money is he raking in? Well that's the thing, like Mrs. Fox just said they were poor. Yeah. Is she selling your paintings? I'd imagine she's selling your paintings. Maybe a little but need to get I, some money on the side because I don't think being a lifestyle columnist is making him that much money. No, and where if the paper just came out that day presumably it's not coming out every day kind of thing that wouldn't make sense. Or at least not for a lifestyle column. Like yeah. you, you don't that would have be that like every day. Maybe once or twice a week. But. Yeah. So he's off kind of for today and he's going behind Mrs. Fox's back and gonna shop for some houses. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Could do worse things behind her back. Eh. Make funny faces. He's about to. <laughs> okay. I think that about wraps it up for this minute. Hopefully it'll save this time. Fingers yes. crossed. Yep, I will double check to make sure it saves properly. And I just want you to know that I have been Tyler Boudreaux. And I have been Condra. And we hope you have a fantastic day. Fantastic. Awesome.